Hello everybody, this is Beth Wearsdale, author, and this is The Witty Writers Show, and I am so stoked because today we have Elliot Baker. Hello, darling. Hello there. I've been so excited for, for well, from the moment we booked you, um, because we actively do help promote and share each other's work on a regular basis and 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 i i absolutely love that it's fantastic um so thank you elia i just want to say a big thank you for your support um because it's nice that other authors actually help lift each other up for a change in this age it makes sense for all of us to support anyone if we get the opportunity doesn't it yeah it just seems like a no-brainer to me uh, I agree. I agree. I think there's too many people that see others as competition mm -hmm. instead of having a good working relationship. Yeah. I don't believe in a zero sum game. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Elliot, I've got to say, you're very, imp you're a very impressive man. Um, <laughs> honestly, I swear to God, I'm sure your wife, Sally Ann, feels the same way. You are quite. Oh inspirational i tend to think about stuff like that so it comes out sometimes you know it is it's just fantastic now for for our viewers I, I i just want to to make them realize how many different hats you wear um because i mean not only are you an award-winning novelist um and you own your own chain of jewelry stores as well. Used, used to, used to. Those are I sold them when I turned to writing. Wow, that was very smart, especially with the pandemic happening. That was probably perfect timing. A, a while back, and actually, I had, I had, I began writing musicals, so I sold them to begin doing that. It's just amazing. I was going to say that because you write musicals, um, you're a playwright. Oh my gosh. I mean, the, the talents you have are just phenomenal. I, I It blows my mind completely. So did you own the jewellery stores first before you then went on to writing right. all these different areas? Right. I, I had a, a small chain of uh, costume jewellery stores. And at some point, I, I was getting tired of... The minutia of the business. I, I'm more enjoyed um, dealing with people, sale, you know, that type of thing, rather than the paperwork and all the other stuff. Anyway, and so I I uh, came to Sally and I said, uh, Sally, I'm I I think I could write musicals, and I want to do that before the end of my life. I don't want to get to the end and say, well, I didn't do it and whatever. And so I'm going to sell the company. And like an idiot, and I said, but don't worry, I have talent. I'll be making money in no time. Honestly said that. <laughs> so uh, I did. And um, somehow the universe conspired to allow us to continue moving ahead. So it's just, it's just amazing, Elliot. I, I, I mean, I absolutely commend you for, for taking the leap. Um, because it's no small feat, is it? You know, going from something that you're completely familiar with and chasing a creative dream of some sort. I mean, it's, it's such a big leap for so many people. And I know 
I'm sure you know many, many authors who are literally juggling jobs and juggling their writing and, and, and trying to be able to set up a career in their writing where they can drop their full-time job and just follow their passion. It's tough. I can't tell you that it was the absolute correct decision even today. I can't. I, I had to do this because I had to learn the trade. I, I got into the BMI Musical Theater Workshop in New York City. And I drove into New York City from New Hampshire every Monday for four years in order to learn how to write musicals. Yeah. So I couldn't do that and continue to run the stores. No, no. It's a case of something has to give, isn't it? I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. We've got T who's joined us. Hello, T. Thank you very much, darling, for, for, for joining in. Um, please say hello, everybody, so Elliot can see you. And uh, please feel free to ask Elliot any questions that you that you you would like to. Um, it, it's amazing. I, I, I really, really have so much admiration for you, Elliot. And I must admit, I, I've been songwriting since 2007. And once Mamma Mia came out, so the, I'm sure you know Mamma Mia, um, I, I have got hankering of writing some sort of musical because all of my songs tell a story. Um, and once Mamma Mia came alive on the scene, I thought I could literally write something yeah. that, yeah. That link would... these together into a story. Yes. So, so I might have to pick your brains at some point about that because I've got so many, um, some of them are quite funny. I've got to be honest with you, Elliot. Um, one of my songs is basically, it's, it's, <laughs> it's about being a football widow, um, you know, where, where women get ignored, or men, sure. uh, when their partners have got the football in, and would they notice if, they, if their partners walk through naked while the sports are on? And it's that sort of funny. So I'll, I'm going to have to pick your brains about it. <laughs> it can be done. It can be done. Oh, well, I'm definitely going to have to have a have a private chat with you about it. Uh, sure. T says musical, amazing. See, I'm not the only one who's impressed by you, Elliot. Honestly, um, we also have Lee in England, who's actually my my cousin-in-law, if that makes sense. It does Hi, <laughs> Thank you for joining in, Lee. Um, and T says I songwrite as well. Great minds think alike. I think it's amazing, Elliot, that you have so many different talents all connected to do with writing. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. Now, you were very successful, or you are, should I say, you are very successful with your, you know, your, your, the playwriting and the, and the music and everything else. What inspired you to go from that to actually writing novels? I think uh, everything is a progression. So I began writing music. And in the workshop, there were lyricists and composers. And usually they're paired together. That's usually how musicals come out. But because I lived in New Hampshire, it wasn't really workable or convenient for me to find. So I had to do it all. I did it myself. I wrote book, music, and lyrics, which wasn't that hard. And, and so I, I did that on all musicals. And then after 
a while, it occurred to me that I enjoyed writing the story the most. Music was kind of hard, harder. Not that it can't be done, it's just, and so I switched. Um, I, I saw, you've, you're familiar with NaNoWriMo? Yes. Probably. Yes. I am. For those of you who aren't, who may be watching, um, it's a yearly event um, that basically holds you accountable as a writer. So you have a, a target amount of words in a time frame, and you have to try and achieve that. And it's a really good way, isn't it, Elliot, for people who sure. tend to procrastinate and, and really? find it very difficult to get themselves motivated right. and sort of hold you accountable. And it's a big community, isn't it, as well, sure. Elliot? I think that it opens up the creative process like nothing else can because you don't have the time to think about is this good or is this bad or is any of those things you would ordinarily think about. All you're thinking about is I got to get in 1,667 words today or tomorrow I'm going to have to write more if I'm going to get through this thing. You just don't have the time. And when you stop thinking about all of those things, like opens up doors and stuff just starts to come through. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier. Yeah, so I did I, that, had 50,000 words and that's not, it's theoretically the length of a novel, but it's really too short. And I thought, well, might as well finish it. So that's how I got started. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. I think sometimes, and I'm sure you agree, sometimes we are our own worst enemy. Oh. Aren't we? When it comes Absolutely. to time management and, and making ourselves find time to sit and write and be productive and fighting those self-doubts that all of us have. Same. I, I think it's even perfect. most famous authors yes. have those self-doubts when they're putting out their first book, second book, third book, ten. Actually, I think the first book is easier because you haven't done it before and no one including you expects it to be anything i mean you're thinking that maybe it will but it there's not the same pressure after you've actually done it and gotten it published and it's out there and people go oh that's pretty good then it becomes important so the second book has this big it's got to be better it's got to be this got to be that i think it's harder yeah. Have you ever read Anne, Anne Lamott? Anne Lamott is uh, Bird by Bird is the name of her book. It, I don't not think to have somebody else's book, but if if you're in writer's block, read that book. It's it. She has such a terrific. You know, sometimes all you need is just a point of view, and her point of view is when you're writing, all you're writing. Forgive me. I don't know. Is a crappy first draft. If you get that in your head, then you stop worrying about it because that's what every writer writes, and then and then you go to work. I agree, and so I it releases a lot of pressure. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think that's the one thing that is a writer's biggest enemy is overthinking, yeah. is of just letting it flow, just letting the story sure. go, and and just going with you know with the moment to right. get it down on paper. Because as you said, you can always tweak it add you know subtract from it sure. 
at a later time. And I think a lot of writers, especially new writers, because I did it myself, you go through periods of, oh my gosh, I'm going to reread that. I'm going to go through that. And that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, it stops you cold. And then, and you don't know what, yeah, I totally agree. But you can talk all you want and you still end up doing it. Yeah. You forget. Yeah. You forget. And I agree with you about it being harder per book as well, because um, with book two of my trilogy, I was I was excited. I was just excited because I wasn't expecting the response I got for the book one. So I was just excited about putting it out there and carrying on the story. With book three, and I don't know whether you felt this way with your third book, mm -hmm. I was terrified because I thought, oh my God, the last thing I want to do is bomb on the final book of the trilogy. Did you feel that way with yours? Oh, absolutely. And not only that, I'm thinking, wow, I got I got a thousand pages in three books and I got to end this book like, like nobody's business. I mean, they need to really, you know, and I don't even know what the ending is <laughs> yet. So uh, yeah, that, that, it took me longer to write the third one than it did the first two, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. Um, we've got Liana. She's joined us from Australia. She says, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Thank you for joining us, Liana. She, I love her to bits. She's absolutely amazing. Um, T says, how did you get yourself out there when you first started, Elliot? T, are you, when I first started writing musicals, um, is different from novels because once I had the musical, then I had to try to get it produced. And then after that, published. So somebody else would take it and get it out produced. I have five musicals and one straight play out there that are published. And so I don't really have any control over them anymore. The publishers do whatever they do. With the novels, I'd like to tell you that there's an easy way it's the only thing I've been able to figure out is just persistence, that it's less important what you do than that, that you do it, whether it's Facebook or advertise or whatever it is that you find a way and that you can afford and do it regularly and then just stay with it. And if you make one new reader, I think that's a win. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think especially nowadays with the pandemic, and authors not being able to do book signings and right. you know can't go out in-person events yeah. with social media being our only ally it's a case of if you're out of sight you're out of mind and you're absolutely right i think as authors we have to well i mean you and i both do the same thing we're promoting every day all over social media and putting ourselves out there for people to see and 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 it it is a daily thing, isn't it, Elliot? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, there, there isn't any magic. I, I don't. Um, I think the the magic is to continue putting out books, continue putting out product. I read somewhere from one author that it didn't hit. His didn't really hit until the fifth book, and then when that book got to a larger audience, they began reading the first four. Yeah. So you can't time it. You don't, uh, your fingers crossed that you find an audience. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, but I noticed um, a, a, a big difference once I released the third book in the trilogy, because a lot of people want to wait until all the books are there. They don't want to be in limbo waiting for the next story to come. If you're going to, first of all, it's very smart to do a trilogy because then if you go to all this trouble to get people to read the first book, if the first book is okay, then you have carry through into the second, into the third. Yeah. And at least from my publisher, it's smart, even though the first book is ready to go, not really to launch that until the second book is going to follow it a month or two months later, and the third book not too long after that, so that you don't lose the momentum. You don't lose your reader, and then fingers crossed, you continue to to keep the same quality and of story, and they want to know what it, they keep moving. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's about the best. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or rather, or, or write a how-to book. I've read, I know, I've read, if you want to make some money, how-to books are a good way, that's yeah. a good way to do it. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. That's something that I'm considering in the in the near future as well. Um, Wanda has joined us from Writers Rock. Hello, hello. She says, hey, I'm a little late, but does that really count? No, we, we don't mind. We'll let you off, Wanda. You do so much for everybody else. <laughs> She's so fabulous. Um, T says, thank you. That is great advice. And uh, Wanda, says, Wanda says, um, that's correct, Elliot. Just tell your story. So absolutely. Now, Elliot, you've written your trilogy is called The Sun God's Heir. Um, and you, you, I mean, you're ba you've basically led by example because you released um book one which was the sun god's air return in 2017 then it then in 2017 you published rebirth which is the second one in the series and then redemption which is book three and, and in the same year so you've basically led by example by releasing them bang 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 um do you find that your readers generally buy the first one and they go bang, bang, and buy the, 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 the two? Or do you find that they buy them all together generally? Knock on wood, they generally buy the first one, but I have about equal. They then move to the second and to the third. So that's all you can ask. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the the percentages are, are about the same. So this is this is fine. That's and people fantastic. enjoyed the trilogy. So that's all I can ask. That's fantastic. Now, I, I, I have been sharing images of your books. They're absolutely beautiful. I don't know whether you've got any copies there with you at hand that we can see. Them. Oh, yeah, show them the beautiful books. Look at that. That's one and two. Get it over there. They're absolutely stunning. Cover up my name. And three. They are absolutely beautiful books. Thank they really are. They really, really are. Um, Josephine says uh, hello from England. Hi, Josephine. Uh, and T says, wow, one year, a trilogy. That's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. Now, well, what it didn't take me one year to do it. Well, you know, 
I'm an instant success. It only took me eight years to be an instant success. <laughs> it took me a while. I, I can only imagine. Now, what inspired your trilogy? Where did the inspiration come from, Elliot? This is not an unusual story. I'm, it happens to a lot of people. I had a dream. And this particular dream, unusual since I haven't had another one like it, gave me a lot of the story, gave me the characters, gave me a lot of the beginning plot of the story that was clearly a story. And I didn't do anything with it. I mean, it just happened one morning and I remembered it, but it never let go of me. I, stories stayed there. It wasn't, it wasn't for a musical. It wasn't going to turn into that. And so when I saw NaNoWriMo, I thought, hmm, I got this story, you know, that seems to be hanging out with me. Might as well. And like any other creative endeavor, if you sit down, the hardest thing is getting your butt into the chair. We all know that. If you put it in the chair and you just sit there and you open up a little bit, again, persistently, it may take a couple of days, your story will come in. It'll, it'll, so you don't worry about it. If you say, well, I, all I have is this character and this character, and I kind of know they're going to do this, but I don't really know what's going to happen. Neither do I, and neither do most authors. And truthfully, that's the most fun. I'm yeah. reading it first. I read it first. And, and I, and I, sometimes you'll write, well, I want this character to do this. And, and the character will honestly go, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I don't think I would do that. Let's, go somewhere else and do something. I mean, didn't that happen to you? All the time. <laughs> All the time. So I go, okay. And and in the end, you finish this. And then, and then, of course, it's making yourself open to it and then finishing. I know so many creatives that for they come up with a thousand excuses and they just don't finish bad, good, or indifferent because like we talked about, you edit it. You once you've got something, you can work with it. Yeah. So yeah. So it was a dream and NaNoWriMo, which I think is just wonderful. I and a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, it's it's not that difficult. And you just find yourself typing away. You don't care about punctuation. You don't care about any of it. You're just trying to get how many words do I got? Oh, I have fifteen hundred. Well, I got another hundred and sixty-seven words to go, and then I can quit for the day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, as, as we said earlier, you know, it is a whole community. I mean, there's so many writers of all genres that participate every year, and it's a fantastic thing. Um, and it's so funny how you got your inspiration from a, from a dream, Elliot, because exactly the same thing happened for me, and that's how my my story started. I don't know about you, but now the floodgates are just open and I've got so many book ideas now um, that just keep popping in my head. But you're right. I think at the end of the day, if you if you get inspired to write a story, it is such a shame not to share it and get it out there. Sure. It, it's just amazing. It's just not that hard today. It's very no. easy. Absolutely. I mean, it could not be easier nowadays, especially, you know, with with Amazon KDP and everything else. It's it's so easy to do now and affordable, which I think is the main reason yes. why a lot of people didn't do it before. 
tell us a little bit about your about your story. I, I, I'm fascinated. The story is about a young Frenchman. It takes place and starts in 1672. And that was the age of swords, of the rapier, of cannon. And they had muskets, but it was the beginning. They didn't really have firearms. So it was, <clears throat> if you had a problem with someone, you pretty much dealt with it within the reach of your sword or something like that, if you had a real problem. And the story that I had in my head was that two brothers had a real problem in ancient Egypt. And they reincarnate in 17th century France. Wow. And so the first trilogy is about what happens. One brother remembers and the other one does not. And it is their conflict. And one brother wants vengeance and so forth and so on. And the, and the book goes from France to Spain, to Morocco, to Egypt. And in the second trilogy, which I have started, I go back to ancient Egypt and I tell the story of how these two brothers came to be at each other's throats. So that's pretty much it. That is fantastic. I'm already dying to read them because I'm I've got a fascination with ancient Egypt um, and I love anything to do with Egypt I mean it's such an amazing country and the history oh my gosh it just blows my mind that is absolutely amazing Elliot and I can I can understand why your reviews are so incredible I mean that your reviews are fantastic on Amazon and Goodreads it they just blow my mind um and 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 for those of you who are interested you can literally just buy the whole set of Elliot's books um and they're really reasonable at the moment as well which is fantastic I mean that you've got over 600 ratings did you know that Elliot on where on Goodreads just on Goodreads alone, over 600. I don't know how to do Goodreads that well. So, no, I didn't I didn't know that. It's amazing, oh. honestly. And your rating, your average rating is 4.1 out of 5, which is way above average. Um, so, so you've obviously got a really good fan base, which is which is fantastic. Um, exactly. I, oh, hang on. We've got another... We got another comment here, bear with me. T just said, I just discovered voice typing and it is really helping me with my second book. It has opened my vision up more when you can speak into existence and edit as I go. Um, have you ever tried that, Elliot? I haven't yet, but I would caution about editing as you go. It, it's, I think, and again, this is just my personal I think it slows down the creative process, which is to get this, my thing is to get the story down. Yeah. And then, and then polish it and then polish it. And you may change whole chapter. You may change. We do. Yeah. But I, I just think keeping that door open is important. I just think so. 
That's yeah. just me. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I could do it even if I tried because, unfortunately, being in California and being English, um, all of my devices are set to American English. And if I try and do anything like voice app, yeah. it just doesn't work, Elliot. And if I if I even try to use my phone and talk to Suri yeah. or Alexa, I normally get, well, that wasn't very nice. That's what she tells me. <laughs> As if I'm swearing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I never real I never realized that. No, I think using voice in, into dictation or whatever is great. I think yeah. that's a quick way of getting the story out while it's hot in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't do that. No, it just doesn't work for me. It's all over the place because I pronounce words so differently. I, I say ranch instead of ranch, 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 and things like that. And it just doesn't work. I can't, Elliot, I swear to you, I can't even ring up to do to order a takeaway because no one understands me unless they're face to face and can read my lips. I, I get so frustrated. I end up shoving the phone to my husband, going, "You do it." <laughs> you do it. Well, oh, you could always take some acting classes and learn how to do American. There are plenty of British actors that blow me away, and I—they're not American. They're not native. No, they're not native. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Actually, there's quite a few that are really famous. Yeah. Um, yeah do really good accents and i'm useless my husband he could do scottish accent irish accent welsh new york when we were in new york he was literally going hey i'm working here and, and <laughs> see i sound terrible <laughs> that's great he does he does uh, t says thank you for the advice now oh, Ellie, right. I've got to tell you something funny because Whenever I'm preparing for um, an author interview, what I do is I actually research my, the, the authors um, as a reader would. So I see what a potential reader would see. Um, and I've got to tell you something funny, and I don't know whether you're aware of this, but according to Google, you're deceased. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> news of my demise is premature. <laughs> and, and I... And that's a Mark Twain quote, and I and I sent that to those guys, and and they didn't think it was funny, or they didn't, you know, and and frankly, I've tried a couple of times. There, you're right. There's another author who's not with us anymore who has my name. They've just combined the two of you, and, and they must have liked my face, and they put it on his website, uh, on on his right. I know, and so I. I <clears throat> I'm kind of afraid to mess with it too much because then I'll come down off of Google or something. I don't know. So if he wants, you know, if they want to have me, the people who do that wiki thing or his, whoever, the he wrote a fine madness. He was pretty famous. He was. He wrote, I yeah. loved, And he's got loads of books that he's, yeah, he's written. Yeah. More famous than me, for sure. And so... They must know because I can't find his picture anywhere. So either he was really ugly or he didn't want no, or he didn't want his picture taken. And the his the people who are continuing to sell his products 
must know that that's my picture. Yeah. So I haven't really done, but yes, I'm still here. I, I didn't, I'm gone anywhere. I, I got to tell you, I was laughing and laughing and, and, and then it suddenly occurred to me, it's a shame that published books don't work the same way as paintings because normally when, when a painter, famous painter or not even famous painter, but so many painters didn't actually hit the big time until they were gone. Right. So it's, right. it's not working the same way as your books. <laughs> what one could only wish. <laughs> but no, I haven't found any real advantage over. And my picture is on my regular website, like down one line. It's not it's it's not hard to find. It no. can't be both. So, oh, my God. I'll, I, I'll try again. I don't really I haven't quite figured out how I get through to somebody and say, hey, guys. I'm here. I'm, oh my gosh! I didn't go anywhere. So. I, I'm crying. I, I found it so funny, Elliot. I was I was proper giggling. Um, for those of you who are watching, um, it it's actually not that hard um, to get Google verified. Um, I used to I used to write website content, so I used to write content for all these different websites, and that's what I did for many, many years. Um, so I did learn how to, you know, do keywords and search engine optimization and stuff. And one of the things I learned um, back then was that the more your name shows up on other websites and the more your links show up on other websites, the further up you go on the search engines, obviously Google being the main one, the others seem to follow suit. Um, so once I started writing and promoting myself, that was the main thing I did was put myself out there. Right. If you have a free Gmail, Google Mail email address and are active using Google um, for your email, Google documents, that type of thing, um, what then happens is once you start getting your presence out there on social media, uh, social media, other websites and everything else, at some point, if you're logged into Google using your Gmail account, they will say to you, if you search your name, it will say to you, is this you? You can claim this and you can go through the steps of being Google verified. The great benefit of being Google verified is that Anything that you are then on all gets put on that one page. Um, so if anybody searches my name now, everything I do comes up. Even the events that I share with the author interviews are now on other event pages. They're actually promoting my, you know, the author interviews, and I, I've had no contact with them whatsoever. <laughs> I I never really, uh, uh, I'm on the first page. You know, if you look up my name, yes. I'm on the first page a couple times. And I, well, that's great. I was excited. I've always been excited about that. I never really did anything. It just yeah. was there. I, I think I was fortunate in that, like my Facebook is just my name. I don't have to have a number after it. It's just my name. Or my Twitter is just my name. I, yes. I, I have to be in early enough to get, you know, my name. That that's all it is. So, I don't it, 
It's amazing, isn't it? I tell you, it, it's one of those things that you, we're constantly trying to navigate, aren't we? Social media and all these different opportunities that arise. We keep trying to, you know, make the most of them and, and take advantage. But it's an everyday thing. I have nothing but admiration for people that have those chops. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I do the best I can. I'm not illiterate. I mean, I know how to a little. But uh, you, you, you're never going to have enough time to do all of those things. Just not. Just Nine. not. And I had to stop and think, well, all right, what am I going to do? I'm just, I, I can only, same with everybody. And if you're going to be a writer, you should probably parse out writing. <laughs> he says as he's not doing it. <laughs> right? So easy to say. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. So, how far along are you with your with with the new trilogy? I have completed book four, and it's in edits now. I'm about thirty percent along in book five. Wow! And I kind of know where the books are going, which to me is always a plus. (laughs) Kind of, in general. Yeah. So it's not quite as scary. And uh, that's the book. Uh, book five cover is done. Hasn't been shown to anybody, but it, it's done. I like it. How exciting. Yeah. So moving ahead. It, that's just keep writing. Just keep putting it out there. And, and so the second trilogy starts in ancient Egypt with the the Pharaoh Akhenaten, which is people may have heard of. So that's the time frame that the second second book, the second trilogy. I'm even more intrigued now because Akhenaten actually plays a role in my sci-fi trilogy. Cool. He he was such a cool Pharaoh. He really, really was. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The, the history is absolutely amazing. Um, it is. I'm, I'm going to ask you some more questions, Elliot, but just quickly, um, Wanda says, yes, Elliot, don't make Google mad. That's my, Wanda, you're exactly right. I kind of just let it go. It's funny. You know, it's not hurting me. <laughs> and I wrote a couple, I wrote a couple, and I really, I wrote them the quote. You know, I think news of my death is premature, type <laughs> stuff like that. <clears throat> And then I just let it go. I agree with you. Oh, it's funny. I don't want to waves. <laughs> and T says, who is your publisher? And do you use the, the same publisher every time? My publisher is Pis- Piscataqua Publishing. They're in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, and I had, yeah, I like them. They're great. They're great people. And um, so we're continuing. The publisher for the plays, I have two publishers for the plays, Dramatic Publishing and Eldritch Publishing. So those are those are different. <clears throat> That's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, getting back to your books, Elliot, because I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued right now. Um, how much research did you have to do? A lot, oh, a, lot a lot, a lot. There, it's not, it is historical fantasy because there are fantasy elements <laughs> because for me that's fun that's a fun yeah. part of the story but i needed to make sure 
that the historical stuff was on the money. I, I hate that when I go and I read something and I go, I like learning something when I, I mean, I like story. I don't want people to just talk to me about the background and whatever. And so my books are filled with action. They are. But when I'm talking about a ship or I'm talking about a um, sword fight or whatever, I, I did my homework. I had to. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot. And, that, and that's been very uh, satisfying because I've gotten a lot of remarks and comments and whatever that I like to take away something when I read a, a novel, a little bit of real that I didn't know before. That's good. I, I yeah. find that cool. A little Absolutely. nugget. Huh? A nugget, yeah. A little so nugget of information. Heavily re researched. I, I I, I, made sure that the people's names, are, I, all of it, and there are a ton of real people. It's set in real times. And so there are there, are, there were real good, bad people back then. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's just fantastic because I mean, not only are you are you having to research the time period, but you're also having to research all these different countries that the, the characters go to and 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 spend time in. Um, oh my god, you must have learned so mu mu much new was, things about different countries. It, that was really what took the most time. The story didn't take that much time finding out what the weather was like on the Atlas Mountains because my characters were going up there. And, you know, how far is it from here to here? And how long would it take a ship to get from? No, that type of stuff yeah. had to be right, had to be reasonable. Yeah, because so, I, mean, I was just using sails, sails and oars at the time. Yeah. How fast does a camel run? Is a horse faster than... I mean, these are questions that I remember I had to look up. So if the camel's going to go from here to here, how long will it take him to get to get there? And so I had to look up camel. I found out a lot about camel. You know, they can so move like, fast when they want to, I believe. They can move very fast, as fast as a horse. They can. Wow, I never knew that. I didn't realize they were quite that fast. And they are mean animals too. Really? And they don't like horses at all. They don't get along. You know. So those are just things, and there are scenes in there that reflect the stuff I, I learned. That's just amazing. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever had to Google or research, Elliot? Weirdest? Yeah, we tend, to, we tend to research some very random things, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember. I mean, it's like, I'm sure there were some. I don't know. I, I, it was a <clears throat> it was a bloody time. It was yeah, especially in in Africa. It was you know, and and the the there were pirates. There were pirates in my in my book, and they weren't they weren't Johnny Depp. I promise you. No, and well, they, it was the time of the corsairs, wasn't it? I mean, it was right, you know right. they Solid, were yeah, so, yes. nasty Barbary pirates. Yeah. And so it was interesting is that when they took a ship, they really were in the slave business. They didn't really care what was on the ship. If it wasn't gold or silver, they just sunk the ship. They, wow. were, they didn't care about the, they wanted the people. People were what they sold. Yeah. 
So that was, anyway, so it's, there's plenty of uh, villains and uh, antagonists for my protagonists, plenty of stuff. I can, I can only imagine. And it's interesting for those of you who don't know, um, this, the slave trade was huge in that era in all of Europe and the Middle East. Um, so, so Europeans were were taken to all the all up and down the coast from France all the way. They would yeah. go and empty whole villages. Next they to would, the coast. right? They would. It, it was it was big, and people just didn't have the defenses to stop it. it, it I'm truly fascinated, honestly, Elliot. I can't. I really can't wait to get stuck in. I, I'm, I'm super super excited um, now. Very kindly, um, Elliot has offered to do an ebook giveaway. We're doing US only um, because Amazon keep changing their settings and are not allowing us authors anymore to send ebooks through Amazon UK and other Amazon platforms. We just can't do it right now. Um, but if you would like the chance to win a free ebook, of um, the Sun God's Air, which will be the return, which is the first one. Is that right, Elliot? Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to win um, a free ebook of this, oh, look at this beautiful. If you'd like to win this ebook, um, all you have to do is actively share Elliot's interview. The more times you share, um, the more entries you get. So share, share, share. Um, and if you, as, as and when you do purchase Elliot's fantastic trilogy, uh, please make sure you do leave a review on Amazon and Goodreads because it makes a huge difference to us authors to gain reviews. It's, it, you've got no idea how important it is. Um, but we have a winner for, for the last interview we did, Elliot, because um, I interviewed Jenny Hickman. She was so lovely, and I don't know whether you saw it, but she's got the I most... Did. She's got the most beautiful smile. Yes. I'm, in, I'm in love with her smile. I've, I think I might have a bit of a girl crush going on, Elliot, right now. <laughs> Whatever. Why not? It's 2021. Um, so the winner for sharing Jenny's um, interview, um, and she shared about four or five different places, uh, the winner is Heather Skinner. So thank you very much, Heather. You are the winner um for, for for last monday um so please share everybody this will be shared on instagram um linkedin goodreads i'll be sharing and posting it everywhere as will elliot um so there's plenty of other places that you can share as well um t says review 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 I couldn't have said it better myself, Thanks, Elliot. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, so before we go, Elliot, because I'm so excited about your new trilogy coming out, um, is that are you hoping to have it released for this year? <clears throat> I was, but there have been a couple of roadblocks that happens, and I and I still have the same belief that I need at least book two in the trilogy finished before I launch book one. Yes. So we may be looking at this summer. It's going to take a while. Sorry. It's all exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. Elliot, you've been an absolute joy to have on today. I, 
we're definitely going to have to do it again. Maybe you could come back when your trilogy's out. Thank you to everybody who joined us. If you've got right. any further questions, please comment. And Elliot can check over the next week and reply to any questions that you want to know, whether you've joined us live or you join us later on. But thank you so much, Elliot. And I can't wait to do it again, my darling. Thanks. See you, Beth. See you later. Bye, everybody. And happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Same to you.